Welcome to the Fresh Fiction Podcast. My name is Danielle Jackson Dresser. And I'm Gwen Reyes. This is a podcast where we talk about what we're reading, watching, and listening to. We've gone to the dogs and maybe a few cats too. We're talking about pop culture pets. And later we have an interview with Lucy Gilmore, author of the new rom-com, I Hate You More. We're also going to go over our goals from last episode, set new ones, and share what's been bringing us a little comfort lately. (laughs) All right. So a little housekeeping before we get started. Hopefully by now you all have heard us say this (laughs) a few times. We are doing a listener request show for our upcoming episode. That is going to go live during the week of United, the Thanksgiving in, in the United States. I think this is probably the best way that you can ignore your family. Uh, <laughs> you know, you can put put on your headphones or your your earbud or your AirPods and mm-hmm. listen to us yammer on about what you sent in for us to talk about. So uh-huh. send us an email to podcast at freshfiction.com with your questions that you need advice on, pop culture recommendation requests, gift recommendation mm-hmm. requests. I think that could be kind of fun or really any topic you want to hear myself and Gwen discuss. And we will answer or talk about as many as we can on that episode. Um, and we think it'll be a lot of fun. We really want to hear from our listeners. We know there are a few of you out there. So (laughs) (laughs) at least our loved ones, please. Yes, exactly. (laughs) So, so how are you doing, Gwen? I am doing really well. I was just telling Danielle off, um, offline off air that like, uh, (laughs) I'm one of those rare converts to the, uh, enthusiasm of daylight saving. Um, I've since being up in Seattle, it's so dark. I've been complaining about the light and the darkness here. Just can't quite get my balance. Right. But it, the time change just happened for us. Mm -hmm. And, um, I'm very thankful. The sun is out. I am just a peach in cream right now. Yeah. What about you? <laughs> How are you feeling this week? <laughs> Good. You know, it's been one of those weird week weeks where I feel like I've done a ton of stuff, mm-hmm. but I also feel like I haven't done anything. Oh, I just don't, and I don't even know. I was like looking at my list because I have a planner. So I like, I have looked at what I've done this week and I'm just like, yeah, I did all that, but why don't I feel more accomplished. I don't know. I don't know Mm. what's happening. It's weird. But you know, it's just like one of those things where you're just like, oh, I am getting a lot of stuff done. But you feel a little unsettled. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Is your like to-do list longer than your accomplished list? Is that also kind of? I don't think so. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Just just a weird week. Yeah. (laughs) Wish we could say that Mercury was still in retrograde. Right. I can't even blame the stars because I think everything is like all right right now. Yeah. (laughs) So whatever. This is just stress. (laughs) I know. Right. (laughs) So, I mean, I mean, I did achieve things, but yeah, exactly. That's actually good, Mm -hmm. which is great. So, but what's something that you feel like you've achieved this week? So this week, uh, (laughs) oh my God. Um, Well, I achieved at learning a valuable lesson about, uh, cleaning out your fridge early enough and not making poisoned soup. Oh no. Last weekend (laughs) I was like, kind of just like decided to put everything that was left over in my fridge into a pot of soup, like I said. And when it was finally done, I went to taste it to just season it. And it was horrible. Oh no. Um, and so I spent the next like four days not cooking at all because I was terrified. So I feel like learning to give myself space, um, between terrible meals is probably the best. 
I, the best thing I've achieved this week. I think that's very important. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I, you know, you kind of go in, you're like, this is, I'm amazed. I'm just happy. I didn't feed it to anybody. Like yeah. it was, that was that bad. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. That was my achievement. Not poisoning my family. Um, Did you but- figure out what was like the, in like, what was the culprit of what made it so gross? I think it was bad potatoes. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think the potatoes were like, I didn't see any knots on them, but like they just, yeah, they weren't the freshest of my, my options. So I think they just were maybe turned on the inside and maybe also my stock. I don't know. Perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Fresh stock. Yeah. Can go, it can go from delicious to sour so fast. (laughs) It could also been just all the different flavors. I don't know. I kept saying I'm cooking my anxiety into it and that's Mm, what it tasted like. (laughs) Oh man. Yeah. 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 I, I feel that. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. You know, like sometimes you just cook that dish and you're like, I'm just getting all this aggression out into it. And I'm like, Oh, this was terrible. Mm-hmm. Bad plan. <laughs> pizza tonight. That's yeah. like that old, like the old, not old wives tale, but like, or like the old ado- adage, like don't bake or like, don't bake mm-hmm. when you're angry or cook. And I think you can even say, don't cook when you're angry or Absolutely. sad or something. Cause it shows it comes. It does. Through. Yeah. <laughs> I do have two things I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. First is I, Kind of, I was like looking at my, I have a spreadsheet where I keep all the books that I'm reading Mm -hmm. and I was like, oh, I haven't finished a book in like a week and a half. (laughs) So I saw that and that I was like, oh, maybe I'm in like a reading slump because I I'm almost always reading something. Yeah. And so, and I, so I did what I ended up doing was there were a couple of books that I had started that I just kind of, I'm going to read them, but I decided to just table them for now and I will revisit them. Um, so, but I, I read four, four books this week, which is, that's a lot. That is so much. That's awesome. But I did do, I went to like my old standby of re, uh, two of those books are Harlequin Desires. So, and they're smaller, they're shorter and they're quick reads and they're by some of my favorite authors. But so I read, um, I read Miss Moriarty, I presume by Sherry Thomas, which mm-hmm. is the sixth book in Sherry Thomas's Lady Sherlock's series. I highly recommend this series, but with a major caveat, like you have to read the books in order Okay, because, you know, they come out, I think they come out every year. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait, I need to go like read some like spoiler Goodreads reviews of earlier books because I was like, I don't remember who this person was. Uh, They are very like, I mean, mm -hmm. you know, the nature of Sherlock Holmes is in the details. Like they are very detailed. Yeah. Sherry Thomas is an amazing author, but it's like you you have to read you have to read all the books in order. Like, I just I can't imagine anyone coming to this book and being able to read like you probably could. But I think you'd be like, well, who is this person they keep talking about? Mm-hmm. I don't know. And not, you know, not just Moriarty for like the sake of Moriarty. Like, you know who Moriarty is, but there are these side characters that are important. And, you know, but, but again, it, they, it's really excellent. I am not a huge mystery person, but I will read these books. I think they're really good. Awesome. Yes. And then, so then I did read two Harlequin Desires. One is Just for the Holidays by Adriana Herrera. I waited until mm-hmm. like the week of Halloween. <laughs> but it was, it was my first like Christmas romance this year. I read the week of Halloween, but it's really, it's really adorable and very sexy. Um, and it's like, a, it's a second chance romance, which is always really fun. Um, 
and they get snowed in and there's just one bed and, you know, just like the whole thing. It's great. And, and then I read <laughs> the bad boy experiment by Reese or I'm sorry. Yes. The bad boy experiment by Reese Ryan that comes, that doesn't come out until December 28th, but it's really, really lovely. I was lucky enough to get a review copy and it's the last book in her. She has like this bourbon brothers series and they're really, they're really fun. They're set in Tennessee. Um, and it follows like this family that they have this like bourbon empire. Um, and they're really good. They're really fun too. And then finally, literally this morning, I finished a women's fiction novel called Yinka, where is your husband by Lizzie Damilola Blackburn. And it's Mm -hmm. about a black British woman who is just trying to like navigate life. There is, there is not, I wouldn't call it it's not a romance at all, but it's, there are some romantic elements, but it really is mostly about her, like figuring out how to accept herself and love herself, which you have to do before you can do pretty much anything. Mm -hmm. Um, and so she's kind of at this crossroads. She like loses her job. Her sisters, her younger sister is married and about to have a baby. One of her best friends is about to get married. So, you know, she's, and everyone's like, well, when are you getting married? And, and it's really, it's really good. So I, I really enjoyed that. That's so those awesome. are the four books I read. Yeah. They, and they're like all kind of different. Yeah. That's nice. what I was thinking too. It's like, you yeah. got a nice diverse sort of um, different stories in there. Yeah. And then the second one, by the time this episode goes up, so I haven't technically achieved it yet, mm-hmm. but it, my, my eighth wedding anniversary will have happened by the time this hey, goes live. Yeah. Love. <laughs> I know. Love, so love happy, you. happy anniversary to my husband <laughs> <laughs> and to me, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So in a couple of days, we will have achieved that milestone. Let's move on into our main topic of discussion, which is pets and pop culture. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And literally in the outline, <laughs> I put, I don't care. I love how like how like polar opposite we are on this. Yes. It's my favorite so much. So fun. <laughs> yeah. So you put you don't care. Let's dig no. into that. <laughs> yeah. So I think a lot of times pets are usually there. And I'm gonna say something that's not gonna sound great, but I don't, it doesn't need to be negative, but mm-hmm. they're there for some kind of emotional manipulation, mm-hmm. like whether it's comedic or it's to really enhance when something is sad or when someone is frustrated. And I just, it's like, if I see a pet, that's going to be more than just like in the background, then I know that's why it's there. Yeah. We, and that's not always a bad thing. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't work. And I'm usually, but usually I'm a little leery of it because I know that it's there to like amplify a feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It's, <laughs> it's there for manipulation. 100%. Yeah. And, but some, like, but a lot of times it really does, it can help and it can work, but then, but I almost am always like, well, why is this dog here? Really? Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, <laughs> or why is this grumpy cat? Like always like walking around on the edge of the screen or whatever, yeah, you know, knocking so. things over. Yeah. Right. So that's where I kind of stand on pets. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and it's definitely a thing that I think, um, kind of like writing about food, writing Mm -hmm. about an animal can, you can like lose yourself as a writer in those characters because Mm -hmm. like you have so much fun creating them that you almost like can't 
leave them behind. But mm-hmm. then in the actuality, like if, for when we talk about film and TV versions of it, it's like, they're so unpredictable, just like kids. Yeah. Like you can't, at least when it's a book you or yeah, usually just a book or an animated, you can at least control them a little bit better. Yeah. But like in, in film and television, it's like impossible. So it's even more of a feat. I'm always mm-hmm. more impressed, but I do. I love seeing pets in shows and movies. You mentioned already kind of getting into the holiday spirit. Yeah. I feel like one of the companies that does really well with animals, um, either just storytelling wise, but also portraying them on TV mm-hmm. is Hallmark. I think that they yes. really understand how to tell a story with a, a pet. You know, the Terry Wilson books were adapted into uh, mm-hmm. Waiting for Mr. Darcy or Showing Mr. Darcy, the, mm-hmm. the dog show ones. Um, and now it feels like you can't turn on a Hallmark movie without seeing some sort of like cute golden retriever or poodle or something in it. Ones that I've really kind of gotten into recently. Um, I know that Noodle the Pug, I'm sure. <laughs> did you learn about Noodle the Pug and the No Bones Day, Bones Day? You know what? Weeks? I feel like I missed like the initial kerfuffle. Okay. Because then like there was just one day where everyone's like, blah, 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 it's Bones Day. And I was like, what does this mean? Are we talking about the show that is no longer on the air? Like who, who is Bones? What's happening with the Bones? And Mm -hmm. then finally I did like suss out what it was about. And I was like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, sure. Great. It's like sure the internet, you know, but yeah, Noodle the Pug, he's a, a TikTok star, yeah. um, but he likes to predict the, you know, the, the cosmos and tell you if you're going to have a good day or a self-care day uh, about whether or not he'll get up and stand in his little cushion. Um, but I, you know, just like cat videos are, are hot on the internet. I think that oh, yeah. Noodle the Pug is a perfect uh, uh, entree into that, that buildup. Okay. So then we've got up which I think is like an iconic pet movie. Um, Doug, the dog, Doug, the golden retriever is just like so sweet and heartbreaking and also just the cutest little guy. Um, And he has a happy ending because that's the thing too is, you know, again, like kids, dogs in movies are tend to not uh, always come from the best places. Like either they're rescues or they're born, you know, waving the tramps, like a great example of that. But um, it's always, I, I love that about Doug is that he yeah. was able to find his family just like, you know, and I love, I love an up, like, I love the whole thing of him mm-hmm. being able to talk, but it's like exactly how a dog yeah. would talk. Like yeah. it, it wasn't like too unbelievable. Like it just, it made so much sense. And it was just, it was so funny. Yeah. So <laughs> funny. It's just perfect. And then it's like the complete opposite of like the secret life of pets, which is my other favorite where you're like deep into their neuroses Mm -hmm. as animals. (laughs) Um, I always like to say that secret life of pets is uh, Ronan, my dogs and my fate, one of our favorite movies to watch together because he loves, he's got like really good sensory so he can actually see the animals on. Yeah. So that's really fun. Like he loves Jurassic Park. (laughs) because <laughs> he loves the, the, uh, the dinosaurs. Like it's very funny, but yeah. So, you know, all Disney movies with a journey, yeah. I think have some sort of familiar in it or some sort of animal that accompanies our hero or heroine on their journey. Um, mm-hmm. Vivo, I'm not sure if you've had a chance to see this, but yeah. this is oh, the, yeah, we did. So yeah, good. loved it because it's animated. You can really kind of lose yourself yeah. in the fact that it's a pet. Um, and it's an animal, but then we've got the trilogy. One of my favorite trilogies, the how to train your dragon series. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always wanted my own dragon now, ever since yeah. I met toothless. Uh, <laughs> and that's actually a good one too, like with how to train your dragon and, and as well as, um, game of Thrones, which is not on my list, but I was just thinking about another thing that has 
pets in it. Mm -hmm. Um, the understanding when it's time to let go. And I feel yeah. like both, especially with how to train your dragon, it's all about letting go and growing mm -hmm. up. And like one of the saddest things about having a pet is that eventually you have to say goodbye to them. Yeah. And so like films like this allow kids to kind of learn that and adults ourselves too, mm -hmm. to learn that without having to have the crushing real experience of it. Yeah. Um, I was going to uh, say about how to train your dragon. We, I love those movies. Like, in fact, that was like, I feel like when my husband and I started dating, I think mm -hmm. that was right around when the first one came out or like early in our relationship. And we just randomly decided to see it. It was like, we have nothing else to do. Like let's yeah. go to the movies. And we mm -hmm. went and we saw it and we were like, this is amazing. And then, and then, you know, subsequently we've seen all of them and, and it is fun. Like Ivy really, my daughter really enjoyed the, that movie as well. All of the movies on this, all of the animated ones she's really enjoyed. You know, I have not shown her Noodle the Pug. I bet she'll love Noodle. Noodle the Pug, um, yeah. <laughs> she'll think it's hilarious. Anyway, um, but with How to Train Your Dragon, what I really like about Toothless specifically is that Toothless is both a dog and a cat. Yes. Because like the way, I mean, a lot of it has to be like how he looks, but like we, growing up, we did have an all black cat and mm -hmm. with white paws, his name was Bootsy. Oh, and Bootsy. <laughs> yeah, and, but it was like, the way Toothless would move. I was like, I like Bootsy. It's so mm -hmm. weird. But then he would at some point, you know, at some point then he turned he'd, dog. Be very, he'd be very much like a dog too. So that, that was really, I always like appreciated that. Yeah. He's very appealing. He's a broad, he's a very broad dragon. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think the crown um, on Netflix is yeah. also another show that does animals and pets really well. Those corgis mm -hmm. are uh, incredible on that yeah. show. They're the so cute. Corgis are so cute. Um, and this is a little aside, but there was uh, one of the press tours that I did when Netflix came and they presented mm -hmm. the crown. They actually did um, a, the a pets of our dogs of Netflix. Oh, um, I think they probably said it was animals of Netflix, but they actually only brought out pets or dogs, <laughs> but they had like the golden retriever from Fuller house. They had one of the corgis from the crown. And so that's always really funny. So I always think of those corgis whenever I uh, see that. Um, but then of course we're here and we've got to have at least one book um, for me. And so my book suggestion uh, is it started with a dog by Julia London. This is brand new. I think that um, if you've read her, historicals you've, mm -hmm. you're probably very well versed with her contemporaries as well um but i love that this has like sort of a truth about cats and dogs vibe a little bit of like oh, a yeah. 101 dalmatian sort of two animals switch and they have the owners have to get them back to each other and then through that they start up a little long distance relationship and then fall in love and i liked that this one wasn't um it wasn't like an enemies to lovers sort of thing. Like their yeah. relationship wasn't very natural and, and very happy the whole way. And I was really like, the, the fun was just them constantly trying to find time for each other, which was cute. That is really cute. I, I've never read that series, but I know exactly what you're talking about. Gwen took all of the good movie Sorry about that. recommendations. I, I wholeheartedly agree. I think with pretty much everything I was thinking about like Disney movies and like the sidekicks that I really like the animal sidekicks that are essentially pets. And I, you know, I think in more recent releases, like I think of, um, in Moana, like, mm. Hey, Hey, and was just so hilarious. Like <laughs> this weird little chicken. Um, <laughs> and, oh, and then I think it was, I can't remember. I, I, I tried to Google to find out who said this. So this is not like me saying this, mm -hmm. 
but I think it, and I think it was on an episode of pop culture happy hour, but I don't remember who was talking about it, but they were talking about somehow they got on the topic of animal sidekicks and specifically horses in Disney movies. Yeah. And how they are all just giant dogs. Mm -hmm. And, and one of the examples they gave specifically was entangled like the the guard horse who Mm -hmm. was essentially just a giant guard dog yeah and you know and he I was like that is such an interesting idea I really Mm -hmm. like it made I was like they are just giant dogs yeah maybe even in real life kind of too (laughs) (laughs) because now I'm thinking I'm like even like Sven the reindeer yeah is totally just like He's just a giant dog, and dog. like the way Kristoff like speaks for him. Mm-hmm. So funny. Yeah. Yeah. Sven's a good one too. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I have a TV recommendation and it's a blast from the past, but it's mm-hmm. Salem from Sabrina, the teenage witch. And I'm talking about this. the TGIF era with Melissa Joan Hart. Uh-huh. And I think the reason why I think of Salem as a pet that I actually do like is because he was funny. Yeah. And he was kind of, he was like the audience stand-in because yes. he was like, yes, why are you casting this spell? <laughs> do, you, do you really want to make that person fall in love with you? Or mm-hmm. do you want to cause all of these issues at the pep rally or whatever Melissa Joan Hart was trying to do? And she was um, like, yes, Salem. Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> so funny. And that was one of the things, like it obviously would not have fit with the vibe of the new, sort of like the the new Sabrina on Netflix, but I do, I did miss, cause I mean, there, there was Salem. He was her familiar, but he really didn't do anything. Yeah. And like I you need to have that comedy relief. Yeah, I feel like I kind of missed it. I mean, it, it, it would not have worked. Like it would have been a really weird thing to have on that show, but I did miss that aspect of it. So, but yeah, that's my TV recommendation. Like I said, movies, I completely agree with Gwen. And then for books, I was like thinking about pets and books and I think they're kind of on the same level as kids mm. and books for me, which I'm not against having kids and books. Like I'm definitely not one. Like I know some people really don't like it when they're kids books. Like I think if they make sense for mm-hmm. the plot line, like they should be there. But I also think that a lot of times they can, they're either too convenient or they're too, they're, they offer too many obstacles. Um, Unless, like our guest today, Lucy Gilmore's book, I Hate You More, they are an actual integral part of the plot. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this is like her book is set at a dog show. Like, obviously, the dogs need to be there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I thought of a couple of wrecks that I did really enjoy. So in Get a Life, Chloe Brown by former podcast guest Talia Hibbert, Mm -hmm. the inciting meet cute between Chloe and Red involve Chloe finding a cat stuck in a tree like this cat will not get out of this tree and she decides okay I'm gonna get this cat down (laughs) she is like an indoor person (laughs) and she gets stuck in this tree um obviously oh and she also has fibromyalgia so and she kind of has like a flare like going up in the tree Mm -hmm. like she'd gone for a walk she would go for a walk she knew she was kind of reaching her limit of how far she needs to go but she's like well I have to save this cat and then she kind of has a flare up like while she's in this tree and so red has to rescue them both Mm -hmm. but you know of course Chloe and the cat are not all that agreeable about it (laughs) Uh, it's very it's very funny and very cute and it was it's like a really good way it was a really great way to introduce 
both the characters. And then the cat is kind of a side character in that book. He pops up uh, a little bit here and there. So that's fun. The next series or a couple of books that I want to talk about are also former podcast guest um, Mm -hmm. and my friend in real life, Melanie Johnson. So she has a new series and it started with Too Good to Be Real. And in fact, there are the the dogs I'm thinking of are corgis. Like Mm -hmm. it's set at, you know, it's like kind of a romance theme park ish type setup. Um, and the owner of this, or it's a resort really. And the owner of the resort has kind of this pack of corgis that follow them around. There's a, I believe there's a hedgehog or, and a cockatoo coming up in her next book that Mm -hmm. comes out next summer. So she has really, I think in this series has really decided to kind of embrace the kind of wacky animal and pet antics. And they're very, very fun. They're very silly in a very cute, you know, rom-com kind of a way. And then a series that I have not read, but I do know the author. And I, I'm going to say like we both are public or on my book, our books will both be published by Berkeley, but the author mm-hmm. is Alana Martin and she has a series called Hearts of Alaska. And I mean, if you just Google these books they're they have huskies on the cover, which are and like, I think they're husky Aww. puppies. They're very cute. Oh, cute. Yes. And, and I, and I, I, so I'm like looking at this, I'm sorry. First one is called hearts on a leash and it's about someone, you know, working in Alaska and working with rescue huskies, which I think mm-hmm. is just great. I love that. And those <laughs> huskies are where they're supposed to be in a cold yes. climate in Alaska. I mean, yep. what more can you ask for? <laughs> So again, I have not read those, but I do know Alana and she's, she's really lovely. So I would highly suggest checking those out. Well, I'm going to go uh, snug with my uh, yeah. uncooperative little pooch and uh, <laughs> we will be right back with our interview with Lucy Gilmore. Welcome Lucy Gilmore to the Fresh Fiction Podcast. We're thrilled to have you here today. I have to confess, I was totally pulled into your books because of the floopers on the covers. I especially love Golden's. Your new book, I Hate You More, takes place in the competitive dog world, uh, dog show world, in your trademark rom-com style. Where did you get the idea from? Um, and did you model the West Coast canine classic after any specific show? Okay, so the idea for the book is actually not mine. It uh, belongs to, to my editor and source books. Mm-hmm. Um, they've kind of gotten into the habit of uh, pitching ideas to me instead of the other way around. Okay. So they have something that's kind of fun and dog themed. They're like, hey, Lucy, how do you feel about this? And my answer is almost always yes. Um, <laughs> so they said, we want a dog show, Grumpy Sunshine book. And so from there, and they, oh, they also said they wanted the... Uh, hero to be a grumpy dog show judge. And they said, from there, you can take it. And I um, thought, well, what's the perfect foil for a grumpy dog show judge? And I, the answer is a beauty pageant queen. Obviously, uh-huh. <laughs> of course. <laughs> who wants nothing to do with that world, but who will do it anyway. Um, and I modeled it after kind of Westminster, but like on a much smaller scale. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I have never actually been to a dog show. So it was all based on televised events. <laughs> I mean, that's got to be fun to research. I mean, you just get to watch uh, beautiful dogs running around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, so, do you, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Dana. No, no, go ahead, Gwen. Well, I was just curious about like being a person that Sourcebooks calls on to do like, do- like a specific dog theme book. Like, how did you kind of get into writing ca- dog characters so well? 
Um, I have dogs. I have always had dogs. I will always have dogs. Um, so it's very, very easy for me to incorporate them into my stories. Yeah. Great. So I, I love that Ruby was a beauty queen. Um, and how she was, you know, she's foiled against the, the hero of the story as well. I think that's just such a fun setup. Um, and I wonder like, what, what was the research behind that? Like <laughs> beauty, pa- like beauty pageants and stuff. I don't know that I did. research yeah. beauty pageants. <laughs> yeah. I just kind of went on my base knowledge of, you know, my, my vast experience watching documentaries like yeah the, the toddlers and tiaras I think was probably <laughs> my my, <laughs> my favorite place to turn um, yeah I and I you know it was so it was such an interesting start you know because she agrees to show her friends golden retriever she it was like her friend's dying wish that wheezy the dog which is like such a great dog name I love mm-hmm. that um you know, is in, so they can be in this dog show. They're both disasters, but, you know, Spencer comes along and kind of tells her to drop out, you know, initially. So, um, but what was it like setting up their enemies to lovers journey? That's a hard question. Um, <laughs> I usually, cause this is one of my favorite tropes, enemies to lovers, mm-hmm. um, to write and to read. Um, and so I think I just start by making them as polar opposite as I can, just as humans, and then throw them into a situation where they have no choice but to interact. And then I just let them take it from there. Yeah. Um, so because her personality was so bright and happy and she was, you know, comes from this world of glitz and glamour and he's like stern and brooding and only wants quality dogs, um, I think. <laughs> the story almost wrote itself from there, I guess. Yeah, that's what, you know, I, I love that, like the, the opposites attract, you know, part of this. And then I think in enemies to lovers, you kind of need that as well. You know, you need the people to kind of be a little abrasive in some ways. And I just, it just made me think of, um, I was listening to faded mates And they did an interview with Sandra Brown. And she said, you know, for her, when she starts writing, you know, and she's been writing for, you know, a million years at this point and is very successful. But she said, if a hero is a firefighter, then his love interest has to be an arsonist, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which I know is like taking it to the extreme. But I just that that talking about this made me think of that. Is, is that a book of hers? Is that a book somewhere? Cause I would read that. I don't know. I, you know, <laughs> I should like Google it during right? the next question and find out, but I don't know, but I mean it cause it, yeah, it's like the perfect setup, you know, I mean, it makes so much sense. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think there's so much like media focus and f- attention on um, the grumpy sunshine pairing right now, especially with like Ted Lasso with um, Roy and Keely. And then with this one, it was, I just love that it felt so zeitgeisty in that. Um, and you said that you already loved enemies to lovers, but like with grumpy sunshine, like how did you, uh, I don't know, like just how did you have fun with that, that trope and or that trope and make it really different for yourself? In this particular book, I think the dog did most of the heavy lifting. So mm-hmm. Wheezy is just like the most hilarious, laziest, stubborn dog in the world. Yeah. And so their push and pull comes from him refusing to do anything except what the hero tells him to do. So he kind of uh, added to their tension yeah. in a very fun way. Very Golden Retriever-esque. 
as a person who <laughs> used to own a golden retriever, I know very well. <laughs> well, and Ruby and her mom's relationship is complicated to say the least. What sort of mother do you think Ruby wishes hers could be? Oh, I think she likes the one she has. Mm -hmm. I think um, the part of her arc is getting to accept that, you know, she is who she is because of her mother, flaws and all. And, mm -hmm. you know, that's romance at its core is that we accept the, the bad as well as the good to know that someone's right for us. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, and like, and then like developing their dynamic too, for sure. Yeah, I think that, yeah, that's really cool. So one thing, so we're going to switch gears a little bit and it, you know, on the Fresh Fiction podcast, we usually talk a lot about pop culture and the kind of the media that we're all consuming. So we would love to know, is there anything that you have watched or read or listened to or anything that you would recommend to our listeners? Oh my goodness. That's a big question. <laughs> <laughs> like I watch a lot of TV, a lot of mm -hmm. TV um, and any of the, the good movies, the good big ones that come out. Uh, goodness I guess right now I'm watching um that only murders in the building show oh yeah have you heard of that one so yeah. it's the mm -hmm. it's the one where Steve Martin and Martin Short and um Selena Gomez are true crime podcasters so yeah murder in their, in their apartment <laughs> building and so I, I think it's fun it also plays into the podcast theme yeah, definitely. <laughs> any recent like romance reads or, or any like go-to authors that you're looking forward to with anything coming out soon? Um, I just started Dark Rise by C.S. Picot. Um, mm. I think it just came out on Tuesday. Um, and she's been a favorite of mine ever since the Captive Prince series came out. Yeah. And that's probably close to 10 years ago now. Are I you able to read when you are writing? Not in my genre that I'm writing at mm -hmm. the time, which is mm -hmm. why I'm reading a YA fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Well, one thing that Danielle and I take very seriously is self-care and making time to enjoy something comforting. Uh, what has been, what has brought you comfort recently? Um, so my husband and I do a lot of hiking. Um, we have two dogs. We have two big Akita mixes um, oh, and we beautiful. live in an area right next mm -hmm. to a really, um, really good hiking trails on a mountain. And so we um, take them out a lot for really long walks. And this time of year with the fall leaves is absolutely beautiful. Um, and it's really nice because, so one of mine is an Akita Malamute and one of them is an Akita Lab. And so they're used to being attached to sleds, mm -hmm. sled dogs. And so I have a leash where it attaches to my waist. So I clip it on my waist and then I put the two dogs on and then we like go up mountains and I'm like super oh, fun. fast and really strong because I'm not doing any of the work. Yeah. <laughs> so I look like a hardcore hiker because I take these pictures on the top of mountains, but oh, I did not man. do any of the <laughs> lifting for that. Oh, I love the idea of that. It'd be like, just uh, take me up guys. <laughs> They're yeah. really strong and they have good stamina. So it's a good plan. I have you it. always, have you always had big dogs or do you, have you, you know, had smaller dogs or just like across the board? Always big ones. Yeah. I'm, I'm a big, <laughs> big dog person. We had a, a pit bull before these two Aww. and she was just like the sweetest little rescue dog we've ever Aww, had. So, I love yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> I have a soft spot in my heart for pities. <laughs> yeah. Once you get that soft spot, it never goes away. I know. So true. Yeah. <laughs> So we want to make sure that our lister, listeners, sorry, I'm going to say that again. 
We want to make sure our listeners know where they can connect and reach you online. So where's the best place to do that? Um, I'm most active myself on Instagram. Um, again, lots of pictures of my dogs and my yeah. cats uh, and my hiking adventures. Um, I'm also on Twitter and Facebook. Um, I check those more sporadically. So it's might take me a few hours to respond, but I'm there and I love to hear from people. So. Welcome back, everyone. We had such a great time chatting with Lucy and, you know, getting to know her a little bit more. I will say definitely go on her Instagram Mm -hmm. because she posts the best photos of her dogs. They are really cute. So yeah, check it out. (laughs) Yep. She's great. She's great on social. She's great. Twitter. Mm -hmm. Totally. Okay. So let's talk about our goals from last episode. So you wanted to get up and meditate in the morning. How did this go? Um, it didn't. (laughs) (laughs) I think I was gonna say if I, if I like count my morning counting that I do, but yeah, Mm -hmm. no, I I think I have to roll this one over. Okay. For for another, and it's going to have to come back. (laughs) put that back in the, in the archive and come back to this one, maybe in a few, few weeks, this was not, these were not the two weeks to try to, to bring meditation into my life. (laughs) (laughs) They all fail. That's okay. Yeah, it can happen. It can. And that's okay. That's part of this. It's it, you learn more from your failures. I feel than you do from your successes Totally, and come from it at a different angle the next time. I really like that reframe. (laughs) (laughs) What about you? Did you get to enjoy Halloween? Yes, I did enjoy Halloween. We had a really nice Halloween weekend. You know, we started it with going to my daughter's school. Cause they do a Halloween parade. Ooh, um, yeah, no. And like, it is very cute. It was nice, but it was also raining Ugh. and, yeah, no. and, and they did do it, but we were, everyone was a little like, they really, they're really, yeah. we're going <laughs> to have to this. walk outside in their little costumes. And yeah. So, you know, but they did, they shortened the route. So they lived, they like went out like one door and then went just to a side entrance and we were, mm-hmm. we got a really great spot and we took pictures and, you know, she was a fairy princess. So she was literally skipping around <laughs> saying she was flying. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, so, I mean, that was, yeah, 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 yeah. That was that Friday. Then that Saturday morning, we went our downtown, our little like kind of main street ask downtown. It's not very big, but it's very cute. That's when you go trick-or-treating at all the businesses. So we did that. It was very crowded. I was grumpy about it because <laughs> I'm still like, why are all these people around? Mm-hmm. Um, but but it, it was a lot of fun. And then we spent some time with family that day as well, late in the evening. And then Sunday was the day where we went and we, we did go trick-or-treating. We, Ivy had to, um, we had to like make a pit stop at our house and drop Mm -hmm. off candy so we could go like the other direction. People were very excited to have trick-or-treaters, I think after last year. So, so yeah, I think I enjoyed Halloween and I really hope everyone, I I had like made this a goal for everyone. (laughs) So I hope everyone enjoyed Halloween. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Forced enjoyment, everybody. (laughs) 
<laughs> so, so what I is have, your, your new I have goal? a question for oh, you yeah, real, yeah, quick, yeah. real quick. Um, so do you guys go as a family or do you like leave your husband at the house to do the, at the handy giving out and then you take mm, Ivy? So normally one of, usually I, I make my husband go mm-hmm. trick or treating and I stay at the house because oh. we have a, we have a very, first we have two things that work to my advantage. Mm-hmm. We have a very long driveway Ooh, and we okay. don't have sidewalks on our streets. Like we mm-hmm. have, there's like two blocks over there's sidewalks like, and you know, and our, yeah. our neighborhood's very safe. Like we are comfortable. It's okay. Yeah. Normally we don't get a ton of trick-or-treaters and I just watch like the Adams family or Hocus Pocus and I eat candy the, the best. Um, and I say, oh yeah, it was really it was busy. Even though it yeah. wasn't yeah. Um, this year because I, we just decided all to go and we did leave. We had like a big bowl of candy nice. that we just left at the end of our driveway. So, cause I really, if you ever come visit Gwen, you'll see like our driveway, it's like almost daunting. I love it. <laughs> and it's got, and so you know, regal. Yeah. So it, yeah, you know, um, <laughs> we just, we have a very large front yard. We have a, we have a very large yard, but anyway, yeah. So, but we all went and and we only, we, we did kind of catch one kid taking a lot of candy. Cause we were talking to our across the street neighbors mm-hmm. and these people, and they were just there. And we saw this kid like go back a few times, but also I was like, I think it comes with the territory when you just leave yeah, when you just leave a, a bowl, bowl of candy out. So yeah. it was fine. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, sorry. Thank you. So my new goal, um, I have a new goal is to journal daily. I'm going to mm, try I like this. Um, I had been realizing that that was like, I write in my journal every day, but I mm-hmm. had, it was just lists and yeah. I hadn't been like documenting sort of like how I've been feeling and, and, um, like just sort of the exciting things that are going on around. So I'm going to try to journal daily. Do you know what I did? Cause I was, I last year noted, I like did not journal very much mm-hmm. last year, all yeah. of 2020. Wait, well, hang on. But so what I, I asked for a one line a day, like one of those five year one line. Yeah. So I started this and it's really cute. I started it in 2021 and I, I have done it every day. day. Like it's going to be, can you hear? I'm like doing brilliant. I love that. Yeah. So I will put this in. I mean, you can just, if you put it in, I think I, I got this. I I believe I got this as a Christmas gift from my in-laws. Like, and I had just, I literally like Googled one line a day journal and just picked one that I thought looked nice. And I think they got it off of Amazon, but I mean, you can get them anywhere. Yeah. Um, and and I think it's going to be really interesting, like going back. That's what I was just thinking. Like, it's like, yeah, yeah, for five years. And it's, and I mean, sometimes it's literally like I had a crap day. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's what I write. And that's, or sometimes, you know, I do like kind of, I write really small and like fill in like kind of a paragraph. So it, it's, it was an easy way. I highly suggest it. Like if you're someone who does want to journal regularly, I mean, I think this could, I don't know. I, I really like it though. I don't I was like, maybe it'll lead to me actually getting like a bigger journal again, but I don't think so. Yeah. I, yeah, I was going to say it's, it's cool. Cause it like eventually can start up a, a prompt for you, but I like mm-hmm. that. It's just like, get it out. Yeah, no, I love it. That's a yeah. perfect suggestion. Thank you, Danielle. Yeah, of Thank course. You, I, and yeah, like I said, I'll link to the one that I, yeah. that I have, but again, there's so many different types and, you know, like journals, they're, they're very, yeah. you know, to each their own. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, so, I love what your new goal is. I know. So my goal is to watch more TV. Yeah. <laughs> Because I just, I don't, I don't watch a ton of TV and okay. I'm going to, 
I don't think my mom listens to this podcast, but I'm going to say, I'm like, we were, I was at my parents and my mom was like, oh, did you want, have you started watching Project Runway? And I was like, no. She's Mm -hmm. like, yeah, it's been on for like a few weeks. And I was like, oh, and then she was talking about something else. And then, and then my in-laws were over Uh talking about, have you watched this show and that show? I mean, to be fair, they are all retired. Yeah. They have time. They have time to watch television. Yeah. (laughs) But I do, I really want to make more of an effort, you know, to watch stuff. You know, I, I've been hearing such great things about, I mean, you have recommended Succession. So I think my husband and I are going to finally watch Succession. And I've been hearing such great things about Only Murders in the Building. Yes. I really want to watch. And oh, those you'll are, love that. That I feel like I'm going to be able to watch in like an afternoon because yeah. they're short and there are mm-hmm. only 10 of them. So yeah, I really want to watch that, you know, so I, yeah, I kind of have a list going insecure. Hist- I have been watching insecure, but yeah. I want to make sure I like stick with watching it. Cause I would like to s- stay on task with that. It's the final season. Um, oh, like, you know, like my, my PBS fix has come back, which is, I love call the midwife. I don't know why it's the <laughs> same story every, every week. Um, but I still, I love call the midwife and that's back. So yeah, I've actually got stuff to watch. So I'm going to watch more TV. Yes. (laughs) So here for this. Can't wait. Cannot wait. (laughs) Yeah. It'll be fun. Okay. So what is bringing you comfort and joy this week? So I saw, I have not gotten one yet Mm. because my, but I did see people walking outside with the Starbucks red cups. Yeah. They're, they're cute. I've gotten one. They're so cute. They're really cute this year. Yeah. They're so cute. I love just, I love the little change. It makes everything mm-hmm. feel a little different. Yeah. Um, I'm not necessarily like, oh, I got to get all these wacky drinks that go inside the red cup, No, Mm-mm. but I just love having my little red cup. So um, yeah, I'm really, that is bringing me comfort knowing that it is down the street or down the elevator yeah. and I can just go grab it um, for my second cup later. Yeah. They're really cute. I, I have the, I got the one. I think they're calling it like the ribbon one where I think mm. like the letters look like ribbon or something. I think, That's but cute. I'm not a hundred percent sure. I have heard the new drink, like the new dairy free almond sugar cookie, blah, blah, blah. Ooh. I've heard it's not great. Yeah. I've that heard it's a little cool. too sweet. Yeah. But I mean, teach their own. I bet there someone likes it. It's there for someone. And you can always get less pumps. I'm That's I'm a big true. fan. If when I ordered in my in the app, I use if it's got four pumps in it, I usually get two. That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. I do not use the app enough. I usually I just go to the drive. I love the app. I love the app yeah. so much. I love all my points. I love being yeah. like I love being like a customer and customize everything in there. Mm-hmm. I'm a psycho. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Easy. Yeah, it does make that like, I, I I mean, I get the points and everything, but I do not order ahead, which I should just do um, because it, it'd be so easy. Yeah, you don't have to talk to anybody. I like that part. <laughs> <laughs> the best part. Um, <laughs> okay. So what's bringing me comfort this week? I have two things. First of all is all the leftover Halloween. Yes. Candy. We literally have no Twix left. I've eaten them all. <laughs> All of them. (laughs) Finders fee. I know. And yeah, I, but I do think though this week, I think we're going to be like, okay, you need to like, this is it. What you eat this week is it. And then it's either going in the garbage, quite frankly, or going to work with my husband to the office. And more than likely, then it will just be put in the garbage. Um, (laughs) But (laughs) 
I mean, it's fun. It's it is fun while it lasts. It yeah. is kind of nice. I like that rule too. I kind of had. I remember having that as a kid. Like, yeah, as just in general, like this has to be eaten this week, and if it's not trash, mm-hmm. it's yeah. I mean, and, yeah. By the time this this week is coming, what it'll be almost two full weeks. Yeah. So we'll we'll give it another seven days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's got to get out of here. It's got to go. <laughs> Um, and then my second thing is I've gotten back into loose leaf tea. Mm-hmm. Like for a while I was really snobby about my tea. And then I ran, and then I think I started drinking like the Trader Joe's ginger yeah. turmeric tea that I'm obsessed with. And I was like, oh, bags are just so much easier. Yeah. But I will say having a loose leaf tea, it is kind of like, it's like a nice little ritual. Mm-hmm. Like, and I have my electric tea kettle that I'm like very into <laughs> and, and, you know, like me- I don't really measure out the tea, but like, you know, I like grab like the same spoon and I use it and I put it, it in my little, yep. my little infuser thing. So, yep. yeah. So that's what, and then I, I want to give a shout out to my local tea shop. Um, which is called the tea tree and it's in Batavia, Illinois. And they have really good. In fact, I just bought black rose tea. So it's Ooh. like, and it has like, it's so fun to see. Cause it, you can like see the bits of dried rose yes. in it. so, and it's not overwhelming because rose can be very overwhelming, yes. but it's really, it's really nice. So yeah. Oh God, I love it. Ah, yes. We'll have to have like a whole tea episode where we just give all of our, that's a good idea. Yeah. Or at least a segment. Mm-hmm. I love that. Cause I, um, I too, am like really into loose leaf tea and the, mm-hmm. and the ritual of doing it. Cause it's just like, it's five to six minutes that you have for yourself yeah. that you have to like be patient. Cause that's mm-hmm. the other thing too, is like, if you, I've walked away from some of my teas and come back and they are not good. Like, right. Yeah. Like if I know. I feel a, like oh. Loose leaf oh. tea, especially it can go wrong. Yeah. You can go <laughs> you wrong. You kind of have to so pay bad. attention. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so it's like that ritual makes you just kind of stop for a few minutes and, yeah. and just pay attention to something else. Yeah. Maybe cool. we, you know what, we probably could have an entire episode about yeah. tea. <laughs> We're going to do it. We're going to do it. Tune in guys. <laughs> going sometime in 2022. Yeah. Do our T-Rex. <laughs> That's really funny. Uh, All right, everyone. So as always, you can follow us on all the socials. You can find Fresh Fiction at Fresh Fiction. You can find me at D Jackson Books. You can find Gwen at Real Vixen. Yep. And then don't forget, please email us your listener requests. Just send an email to podcast at freshfiction.com and we will answer your questions, give you advice, talk about a subject for a few minutes, just whatever <laughs> we can think of. <laughs> And go from there. We want to, but we definitely want to hear from all of you. And um, we love it when you do this, but please subscribe or follow, rate and review us on your favorite podcast app. And we will talk to you all soon. Bye everybody. (laughs) Bye everyone. Bye.